Welcome back, Strange Crew. You are tuned into another trip through life's deep cuts. We hope you enjoy the ride. Subway. <laughs> hey, you're listening to volume 119 of the Strange Grooves podcast. I am Cherise Letson. And I'm Kate Milberry, the next mem- member of Grand Theft Bus. God. <laughs> I'm just joking. I love this. So, this is a great, uh, strange segue to the awesome episode we have for you this week. Um, we just got off um, having a great chat with the fellas of Grand Theft Bus who are performing at. Uh, the Area 506 Waterfront Concert Series this Friday in St. John. Yes. And a long-awaited a long awaited show for a lot of fans. Yes. And there's something special about this show. Yes. Also, yes. <laughs> yes, it's their 20th anniversary of their album, Birth of Confusion. It's, I don't know, it's a big deal. I've been going to their shows for years and years. I, You're a huge I'm, fan, yeah. Yeah, and everyone, like, I pretty much know is a big fan. We used to go to all the shows all the time. It was like I said to the guys on the show, it was more of a, a meetup of everybody. And that's kind of what they say about like having like the fish army or like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like people like, it's kind of like how people go out to like shows and stuff now. Right. It's just like, you know, it's sometimes it's not just for the music, although, although amazing, like it really fosters a community. And I think like the nostalgia of going to see them and stuff, you'll probably hear quite a bit of people having a really good time. It will be a really great time. Um, so we chat with them about, you know, the significance of this show. We talk about uh, their strange, solitary sounds. Yes. Um, same segment, new name. And, you know, some of the albums they would like to hear an artist play back yeah. to back. It's, gonna, it's a really great conversation. Um, but before we get into it. Yes, we have to thank everybody who helps make this possible, who's helped this month make the show even better than it ever has been. No, this was the best video uh video interview uh, yeah, that we've, we've ever done yeah and honestly it wouldn't be possible without like our sponsors our patreon supporters mm-hmm. and, and just people around the community that you know in different ways support the show so we really appreciate it so big major shout out to our uh, very specific patreon supporters uh, over this past month chuck healy colin walshutes mary hicks brent harris of the saint john tool library brad davis Corey mcgill of mcgill's Woo. james mullinger kaylin capson of the pagan place podcast Brandon Parker. Uh, uh, Glenn Hicks of U Station. Major, major big thank you to Glenn Hicks. Yes, we are going to have him and Brandon on the show, likely in late August, early September. Father, son. Just going to line up the schedules. Uh, Michael Hawkins. Uh, he celebrated a birthday recently. Happy yes. belated, Hawk. Yes, we are going to make that show happen as that well. That is like finally. That's gonna, Maybe that should be our like five-year anniversary special. Just yes, it on. should. <laughs> it's funny. It's like you already saw my notes. Um, <laughs> Nick Curtis. And our newest patron, Jennifer Irving. Yay. Thank you so much, everyone. We appreciate it. Hold on. Maybe it's this one. Try that. There Yay. we go. Yay. Yes, that's what we live for. So there's that. And um, that's, yeah, we're super stoked to basically be doing the show. Um, we've got a lot of really fun stuff planned for now and in the fall. Yes, we will be celebrating our five-year anniversary and honestly, without everybody that we've mentioned, they've mostly been five-year supporters. Yes. So they're not just, you know, our monthly at-a-glance 
support they've team. They've really right? seen us through a lot and yeah. they've seen us grow and like we, we really appreciate their support. And if yeah. anyone listening would like to join and hear their name on the show or take advantage of a lot of other cool perks we have, you can go to patreon.com slash strange groups and we have a bunch of cool packages for every budget. It, it means a lot. Um, so yeah. thank you so much. We hope you enjoy the ride. Grand Theft Bus. Boom. Grand Theft Bus, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks for having us. Yay, exciting. Finally. Long awaited. How are you? How are you guys? What are you guys up to this evening? Tell us. Just having a sleepover. (laughs) (laughs) Little little slumber fumber party before the Friday show. That's right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, no, we're super stoked to have you on the show. Um, you know, big thing is we want to know how you guys are, how you're doing. Are you stoked for the show on Friday night? What does it mean to you guys? You know, probably like, what does it mean to your friends and family? Obviously, 20 years, it's time flies, man. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're really excited. We're actually at rehearsal. We're about to start rehearsal uh, to get ready for, for Friday. We're really, really excited. Uh, it's actually 22 years as a band. It's 20, 20 years for that record, but 22 years as a band, so um oh getting old yeah. yeah but no it's it's awesome the fact that people are interested that people are excited to be part of it we're really uh we're really humbled very lucky yeah it's yeah. uh like uh, probably 70 percent of that uh cd uh we we haven't played those songs in so long that it's a real learning process for us to go back and figure out how we used to play that weird old music that we made but uh we're getting there we're almost there Right, right. So I guess how that that's a that's an interesting interesting point. So I guess how has it been like for you guys to kind of rediscover, I guess, in some ways, the the songs on this album? And are you trying to do like cut for cut, note for note, or are you trying to kind of put like a today's spin on it? I guess what's been that process like for you guys? Yeah, I mean, the starting point has been just to to get the muscle memory working again and remember it and get through the songs. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we are, we will be playing it cut for cut, like right through uh, oh, all cool. seventy five minutes of it. <laughs> <laughs> we filled that CDR. Yeah, yeah, and so so that's the goal. I mean, ultimately, you know, it it it'll be there'll be some updates just by nature of being different players and you know reinterpretations maybe of and new, pe- and new people in advance. Some, some, people the some of us are learning it for the first time. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, Brad's only been with us ten years or eleven years, so he's uh, just getting oh, caught up. you know that's like when they say like 2008 was just a couple years ago and then you really think about it yeah but it's true it was quite a while ago yeah Uh, this whole thing is wild yeah Yeah. but but the fact that people are interested and that it sounds like people are going to show up to this it's uh we're really pumped we hear it all the time we talk to people all over the region halifax fredericton toronto and a lot of people say like i wish you know grand theft bus was holding shows or i wish like they had an album on like on on the go like what's going on because i think a lot of people um you know even when they started going to your shows myself included um it was an escape of like learning kind of who you are right and it's all like who you grow with you go to evolve you go to all the festivals that are are local and you want those bands to succeed but once you get older and I think, you know, your life evolves, it's a little bit more of a celebration more so than even just like the nostalgia. So I think I'm, I'm hearing a lot of people being really stoked about the show more than the festival itself this past weekend, to be honest. Oh, wow. That's nice. To yeah. Hear. Yeah. So I think it's it, going to be awesome. It's so crazy nostalgic because it's, 
we're so lucky, like Graham said, we've had this crazy crew of people, and I mean crazy in a good way, that used to, they would just follow us around from show to show uh, and, and just become our friends and to this day and everything else. So especially in that era when this album first came out or before the album came out when we were playing these tunes, was, we saw those people every single weekend. You know what I mean? They, yeah. and, and to look back to think about it now, we were just, you know, we were just working at it, trying to play music as much as we could, obviously make some dollars. But these people were just traveling around to see us. You know, they were paying their own money to come see us. And so for 20 years later, to think about all these people that are still in our peripheral or we're all still friends with that are just gung-ho to come out, it's, it's really humbling. It's just, it's amazing. Yeah, I always think about like, um, well, I've been thinking about all the people like that who are making pre-plans and going to be hanging out before the show and after the show. And music really does. We talk about this all the time with so many people. It really does bring people together in life's roughest times and like the best of times. And some of these things are happening in the very same day. And music can be the most like greatest escape in the scariest place. And I think a lot of people haven't gotten to go to a really good show that they've wanted to go to in a few years. And mm -hmm. I think this one, like, I think you might see some, we, we call it uh, the pre-19 drinking vodka in a field. They might be a little bit crazy, <laughs> but we'll have to see. We'll have to see what happens. I don't know. We're not saying we'll be like that. I'm just saying. <laughs> might have to pump the brakes. People will be like really like letting go, right? right? Very. I'm sure it'll be very jubilant and celebratory vibes all around. <laughs> Well, yeah. it's, it's, neat, it's neat that people have um, attached themselves to our album in that way because I can I certainly know how special a lot of albums are for me and for these guys too we've got collective albums that we just it's like a you know it's a backbone in our listening and our you just it's a huge attachment so if anyone feels the way that I do about certain albums about one of ours then it's yeah it's a pretty great feeling. Yeah, I mean, I I don't mean just to continue to to fluff or anything, but I think it, it's also like people really like they really do have that attachment um, to music, and I think it it was about feeling part of a community and not wanting to miss out before the fear of missing out existed. So like mm. you know, back in the day when I would go to your shows, like it would be scary. You would you would run like run to Peppers to get your tickets because there was no Eventbrite, there was no, and you would just yeah. hope to get a ticket. Yes, to also see you guys play, but I think it was to also like make sure that you were able to see your friends who were traveling, just also do your shows, but to see each other. So I think that's a really big, big part of it too. Mm. Um, and speaking of fluff, Chris Hopper from Second Spin asked if you guys were going to play Fluffhead at the show. He sent it in. <laughs> Love that segue. He asked it. He asked me to ask this on the show. So there you go, Chris. <laughs> Bob's doing uh, a, his drum interpretation of it. The rest of us stay silent through the stage. Well, there you I'm go, gonna buddy. play it solo after though in the second spin bathroom. <laughs> That's perfect. That sounds great. I'm sure he's gonna love that. Yes, <laughs> he'll love that. <laughs> Chris. So you, I'm curious. So you guys mentioned, you know, there's albums that you're all, you know, in your collections that you're, you know, you're personally attached to. What albums would you like to hear the artist play cover to cover? Uh, well, coincidentally, for me anyways, one that just happened uh, was uh, Yankee Hotel Foxtrot by Wilco. They just they just did that album from front to back for a bunch of shows, apparently. And, and uh, that, yeah, that one holds a special place for me. So, yeah. Yeah, that's um, super cool. That's a good one. I don't know. I mean, uh, there's, there's a handful of bands that just over the years, because we spent so much time together listening and traveling, those kind of became the, the sort of quintessential listening mm -hmm. for, for the band as a whole. And um, 
a band called the Sea and Cake is one of those bands, and uh, Tortoise. Um, they have an album called uh, It's All Around You. If, if I could hear a band play one album front to back, that might be the one for me. Um, I don't know. There's a lot. That was a good question, Sheree. That was a good question, man. I usually, I like, she always pulls out the toughies, I'll tell you. Yes. <laughs> since, since Brad only joined a decade ago, he would have a different album that he'd probably want to hear than, than us. Yeah, Brad, so yes, let us know. Tell us. Uh, actually, just since it's, Graham was talking about seeing Sloan this past weekend, I think one chord or another would be a wicked front to back. Yeah, oh, that's, that's a great cool. album. So here's a through line. But that's a Lawrence album, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so Lawrence Curry, who recorded Birth of Confusion, yeah. also recorded Sloan's One Chord to Another. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. We've tied the knot. Just look at that. <laughs> we made yeah, a button. We need on. an applause. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know if the applause is coming nope, through. No, it's not coming through. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> we have an applause button on our machine. <laughs> it works sometimes. It doesn't. <laughs> we'll just do it Clap. manually. We'll do it. Oh, yeah, my goodness. Applause. There we go. That's perfect. <laughs> No, not sort of related, but we just got back from Toronto a couple months ago. Say, yeah, we saw um, Primus perform Rush's Farewell to Kings front to back oh, wow. at Massey Jeez. Hall. So that was, a, and two nights, I two will nights say. In a row. Not just one, we were dedicated. We did two. Wow. Yeah. Did they, was there also Primus music or was just Yeah, the they, d- they did a full, uh, first full set as Primus, second set was Farewell to Kings, and then they do like a three or four song encore of Primus. Holy cow! Yeah. Were any of the Rush guys around? Did they show up? They were yeah. they were backstage. Yeah. yeah, they didn't they didn't come out and play though, which we expected. Yeah, um, you know, yeah. just given like the emotional you know attachment and whatnot, like it's kind of hard to play without your your best friend and your brother, right? Like that's yeah, that's yeah. how we took it. But I mean, it was really cool for everyone to wonder if they were there, and then to find out that they were. That was really cool. Wow. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think Les is a big fan of Getty. <laughs> Yeah, 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 a little bit. And vice versa, obviously. Yeah, yeah, and I think like, I think like that feeling is is kind of what I'm talking about now for a lot of people like throughout like the Atlantic Canadian regions too. Is it's really um, it's really cool to be able to see things that you've seen before and like your friends and people maybe you haven't seen and you know people have gotten new jobs, run in business, tragedies have happened, people have had kids and. It's like that moment where they're going to be listening to your music. And it's like, I think that that's what we saw happen at, at Primus because people that weren't able to go and see Rush anymore were, were there, had all come together, knew that those guys were likely backstage. And there definitely was a, a cool emotion. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you could sell it, it'd be, it'd be priceless, right? Like, I don't know. It's pretty cool, yeah. cool vibe. It was a nice eclectic mix of people walking around with Primus merch. And then you had yeah. people with the Rush t-shirts. Like, you knew, but everyone got, got along. It was great. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, it's neat they did it in Toronto, too. That's, yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, that's, that was kind of why we said, screw it. We're just going to give her, right? Might as well do it, like, in the Rush hometown and, like, Primus playing in their home, like, in their heroes hometown. It's, I don't know. It's pr- pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So. That's awesome. But I mean, that's kind of just a random segue of play for play, album cut for cut, cut. Yes. <laughs> but no. So you guys are coming. You're playing on Friday night. That's super exciting. Um, any any new album stuff in the works? We've been asked that too. Yes. We we talk, De- definitely in the works. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we we talk about it. For Might sure. get a spark, an extra spark on Friday. People will be really pushing you. <laughs> Maybe. We've, the good news is we've got a pile of new music and you know and, and that that's there's enough there to make two albums probably there's lots of new music so yeah it's just sort of about putting a plan together i think to to do that and, and make it happen so 
there's lots of energy in this band right now, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. No, that's exciting. Busy, busy with the other things in life, and that, that's all. Just, just the logistics of finding the time and uh, not prioritizing, but just, just making the time. But we all want to do it, and just, yeah, like Graham said, the ideas are still, they're still coming. There's still lots in the tank that way, so it's still super fun. Yeah. So what was, I'm curious, what was it, has it been like over, I guess, over the course of the pandemic? You mentioned that you have like a couple albums worth probably of, of new material. Was, uh, during that time, did, did you write any of this new material during lockdown or during the pandemic? Or is it stuff sort of written recently or from before? I think it's all, all three of those things. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. yeah. yeah. yeah that's right. it's, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird thing of what, we, what we would call new music. Some of it's five years old. You know, but some of it doesn't see, you know, a live show that often maybe, or, um, you know, just hasn't sort of been pl played live that often, but there's all kinds of that stuff there. So some of it's brand spanking new, some of it's five years old. And, and I think, I guess some over lockdown, you know, we didn't spend a whole lot of time together for those periods for obvious reasons, but right. um, yeah, there's, there's lots to draw from there for sure. Yeah, a lot of it gets created once we're actually in the room together and just because that hadn't happened it's more stuff is still skeletal at this point i guess so we just uh anyways the more we get together and piece it together the more it'll it'll come together but yeah there's yeah, yeah there's all kinds of ideas no that's good no it's good to hear like i said we're we're super stoked um and this is the part of the show where Sharice asks her fun question oh i already asked. okay i can get another fun question yeah okay. this one. Oh yes strange solitude Sounds. Sounds. I, I, I used to call this another segment that's uh, actually a name of a popular BBC podcast and copyright infringement. So if you were on, <laughs> so if you were on um, a desert island and you could only bring three albums with you, what would those albums be and why? Brad? Me? Three albums. Um... Probably uh, the album leaf in a safe place. Um, that's what I want to get stuck with. <laughs> <laughs> 75 minutes of white noise. <laughs> and a CD of your own thoughts. And a CD of my own thoughts. <laughs> that's a new one. Yeah, I like yeah. that. I would uh, I would take Paul Simon's concert in the park from 1991 nice. because it, it contains uh, a lot of Graceland and a lot of Rhythm of the Saints stuff played very well and it, that that blew me away when I first heard it and I still love all of it and yeah lots of good songs on that and I'll pass the mic to Mike I don't know <laughs> that's pretty tough you only said one album. Well, we're going together, so we only have three. So we're, we're going. Oh, <laughs> oh, a strange segue. Oh, okay. You can. I'm, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. There's a lot of you there. I'll allow it. <laughs> either, Bill, either Bill Joel's 52nd Street, or Bill Callahan's. Sometimes I wish we were an eagle, or however that album name goes. But that that would be a an album I wouldn't never not want to listen to again. That's a good one too. Huh? Uh, Tortoise PNT, Underworlds, Boku Fish. 
And probably Tribe Called Quest, low end berry. Nice. Solid, nice mixture. Yeah, that's a good mix. Um, there's a uh, Jim Guthrie, Now More Than Ever, I think it's called. Is that what that album's called? Yeah. Now More Than Ever? Yeah. Or More Than Ever? Now Fear More Than Ever? Something like that, yeah. That's a great one. Uh, Nils from Felt. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think the album's called Felt. Um, I don't know. Tim and I are going to be together on this island with Paul Simon. Yeah. Okay. okay. Awesome. These yeah. are really, I love these choices. Yes. Nice eclectic mix. This will be a nice little Spotify playlist. There you go. And Snoop Dogg Doggy Style. Perfect. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's where, that's what we were missing right there. We'll have to send you this curation of good, good jams. You'll be blown away. Blown away. Well, thank you guys so much. We're, we're going to let you get back to rehearsal and, and we'll be super stoked to see you on the weekend and really appreciate you joining us. Awesome. You too, guys. Thank Thanks you. for good us. We really appreciate it. And it's fine. Until next time, keep it, it strange. Oh, yeah. right. tell, tell Greg thanks a lot for coming out on Friday. I can't wait to see him. Absolutely. You will. If you've enjoyed this, then you have to hit strangegrooves.com for more amazing content. To support this podcast and music community, go to patreon.com slash strangegrooves. As always, keep it strange.